Here we go. We're uh, listening to Rumination Thursday on this April the 7th in the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is Pastor Wes Reimnitz. How you doing, Wes? I'm doing fine. How are you? Well, I'm really looking forward to today because you have been talking about this uh, terrible case that was brought against Christians for upholding the scripture. And can you give me a little summary of what happened in Finland? Well, Finland had a member of parliament. uh, I'm not good at Finnish names, but it was there. And there was also a Finnish bishop who were indicted by uh, the court in, in, in by a prosecutor into the uh, district court for having shared the word on Twitter and uh, other public means and a pamphlet that had been written about that uh, marriage was between a man and a woman. Subsequently, uh, uh, the prosecutor took uh, earlier, somewhere around 216, 217, 219, took uh, issue with the uh, article and the tweet that was put out there about uh, the government uh, getting behind a gay parade, uh, LGBTQ. And subsequently, they they, uh, charged them with, with hate speech. What was interesting about the, the hate speech is, was about a pamphlet based on Romans chapter 1, uh, 24 to 27, and he even quoted it in, 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 the, in the case and defended it as, as kind of a hate speech against the gay community. Can you uh, quote that passage? Have you got that in front of you? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that. So that means uh, you got it in front of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Therefore, God gave them up to the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about what God for our life and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged their natural relations for that which is contrary to nature, and men likewise gave up their natural relations with women and were consumed with the passion for one another, who shamelessly committed acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their their error. Yes, we've talked a lot about how the Bible talks about the word love. There's different translations in the Hebrew and the Greek. In fact, uh, on Wednesday's broadcast, I did a a little study on Solomon's uh, wonderful book on Proverbs. And what he was talking about is that when a man uh, visits with a, a woman who is selling her wares on street corners, that um, she says, let's go and do love all night. The word for love there is not the normal word for love that God uses for love. For example, agape, for God so loved the world. 
but the word for love is the same word used elsewhere in the Bible to refer to our affinity towards idols. We love idols because we think that through them we can get what we want, etc. And it's that kind of love that these two folks were talking about. Yeah, the, the one lady is, she was a member of parliament, Pavi Razanin, and the bishop was Bishop Johanna Pojala, and he was uh, a member of the uh, not uh, the Evangelical Lutheran Mission Dioceses of Finland. So in our reporter, which is an official magazine of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, we were very much in support of these people, and therefore the gay community is really angry because they are going to be continue to say that gay marriage is a sin against Almighty God, and nobody can take away that free speech. Excellent, excellent uh, point that you bring there. In particular, one of the statements by the, the district court I found interesting. They quote, it is not for the district court to interpret biblical concepts. One of the reasons they turned it down and cited for for uh, the five member of parliament and the bishop was that they're, they're not in the business of interpreting scripture. Yes. In, in fact, uh, they were saying that if he could have gotten a year in jail for talking about marriage between only a man and a woman, uh, if they had found it uh, as a proper. But the uh, statement was made that the vast majority of Christians in all nations, including Catholics and Eastern Orthodox, share their convictions. And therefore, is the Finnish prosecutor general going to condemn everybody? Shall the Finnish state risk governmental sanctions from other states based on the abuse of foundational human rights? Now, what I find interesting is a pamphlet which describes homosexuality as a, quote, disorder of psychosexual development, she told the court she was asked to write a text outlining Lutheran teaching on sexuality for members of her church from her viewpoint as a politician, doctor, and Christian. And she said that there was wonderful items in the document from God's holy word. And so the Finnish law now has said that there is freedom of speech to speak this way. Yes. And also what was very interesting is, as she talked about in the pamphlet, the word sin came up in, in, in the uh, discussion and the prosecution it's interesting you made the statement that sin can be a harmful word. <laughs> you know, this program's called Law and Gospel. 
And anytime Jesus gave the law, it was harmful because he had to say to his own dear friend, get thee behind me, Satan. He had to say to the Pharisees, your, your father is the devil. He had to share with his disciples, don't take away the children from me. Let them come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of God. Jesus was always using the law to make the point that we need the forgiveness of sins because of our breaking of, of the law. Right. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. <laughs> the word sin is harmful since, as, as you mentioned, we talk about it in, in terms of law and gospel. But, you know, he has, uh, as of March 30th, he has seven days to to uh, appeal the ruling to the appellate court. This was a district court that this went to, and I haven't heard or seen anything yet on the Internet that, that it's been appealed. Uh, it would seem to me that they'd have a hard time appealing this because as as uh, I've been following this, the prosecution tried to make the Bible a hate speech book based on Romans 1. Well, Romans 1 isn't the only place where the activity of gay people is condemned. And... I think there was a really, really important point that this court reasoned, and, and it said this, that what these people said did not constitute hate speech because they were speaking against the behavior, not the people. And, and that's something important that we Christians in the United States uh, we need to follow also. It, it may sound strange, but do we love people who commit homosexual acts? Uh, yes, when you talk about it in terms of agape love, us, us sacrificing love, and that's the love that that, that uh, Jesus had for for all mankind. In fact, I think he stated it very well on uh, on your broadcast on Monday when you were going through the lesson and you described it as finished. Yes. The fact of the matter is, is you can hate an action and still love the person. If that were not true, then you would say every time parents discipline their children, they hate their children. Hmm. And the point that you made on Monday was that when when Jesus said it is finished, he his sacrifice for all mankind, dating back to Adam and Eve, reaching all the way forward to us today, and reaching into the future to the last human being to ever be born. That Christ's sacrifice was complete for for all of us. You know, we're all, in a sense, a protected class. Yeah, we're all sinners in need of Jesus Christ's sacrifice. There's no doubt about that. But we need to make a distinction. If we really hated gay people, we would never tell them to stop doing what they're doing because according to the Scripture, there's a very good possibility that with that unrepentant sin, they will not be going to heaven. So if we hated them, 
we want them to go to hell, and therefore we shouldn't say anything. But the fact that we're saying things is kind of like a doctor. When, when he, well, you go in for a test, and then you find out you have cancer. Uh, does that mean that the doctor hates you, or does he hate the cancer? I hate cancer. You know, and you you bring up an, a good point because really, if as the course says, it's not their job to sit there and interpret scripture. They'd have to read further on into to Romans instead of just Romans one. For instance, Romans three says, "All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified." by the grace as a gift to the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So, you know, all of sin, gay people, uh, heterosexual people, you name it, uh, are all in that, quote, protected class, have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But it is through that, through that blood of Jesus that we are redeemed. So it's really important that while Christians do hate sin. We do not hate the people who are sinning. And Jesus is a great example of that, where he sat and talked with tax collectors who were working with the Romans, that he talked with prostitutes. He uh, dealt with people where Judaism did not think that they were appropriate for going into the temple because they were lame or they were blind or that they were uh, unable to be speaking properly, they were mute, that these problems were such that they really showed that God was giving a curse to these people. And therefore, there's no doubt that in Judaism, there was not only a dislike of these people or Gentiles, there was also a hatred toward them. Because when Barnabas began to preach to the Gentiles. Remember, he got called on the floor by those in Jerusalem who were wondering, why are you doing this? These are Gentiles, and this is they are unclean. And what did Peter see on a roof one day to show that the Gentiles are not unclean? Uh, he had a cornucopia. He had a vision of all these things that, of God saying to him, that uh, what you see as unclean uh, is now no longer unclean, but clean. And the various animals and, and things of that nature coming forward. Yes. Yes. The uh, lady who was freed then from this problem, she says, if it happens, if the prosecutors appeal the ruling, and she has to defend herself again. I'm ready to defend freedom of speech and religion in all necessary courts, also in the European Court of Human Rights, if needed. I have received thousands of supporting messages through different channels. Still every day, I get messages from many countries about how people are praying for me and praying for Finland and several churches, congregations, and Christian communities have expressed their concern for the situation. She said, the international interest in her case comes from the surprise to many that the questioning of free speech 
is possible in a country like Finland, which has a good reputation internationally. She believes many worldwide believe that if such a prosecution could happen in Finland, the same is possible anywhere. And we're seeing some of those items uh, attempted here in the United States. Right, yeah. And one, and several states are trying to take education down to kindergarten and first grade at sexual orientation. I mean, uh, I've never seen anything like that. No. If, if one thing has come about from the virus is that parents have become more knowledgeable about what public schools are teaching in some of the states. And they are teaching that the gay lifestyle is okay by God, which is a total lie, and it is a way of offending individuals. I, I really caught where the prosecutor says that the gay people were offended. Well, guess what? Let's say we put out a, a statement that uh, pedophiles are doing sinful actions. Are we going to get arrested for that because the pedophiles are now offended? Obviously, they're going to be offended. Right. I think that's a point point well taken that out of the midst of this COVID, as, as you say, this pandemic that we went through, and schools having to close down and everything, parents had to pay more attention to what was being taught. And with that, uh, have have uh, joined in many, many parts of the country to uh, question the school board and uh, school boards out there and what's going on and what are, our, what are our children really being taught for values. Yes. In fact, there have been some elections where the people who are in support of the gay movement were removed from office, and that became a real shock to certain individuals, and that has to continue to occur. Right, and uh, I think this Finnish thing, I'm glad that we discussed it today to talk about the freedom because it's so much under attack in so many parts of the, of the world with gay rights, but not only that, but Malamar, the, there were 20-some churches that were burned down for nothing more than sharing the, the cross of Christ. And we see up in Canada that you can't uh, put billboard signs out with the Word of God out there without being, being uh, fined for that. I mean, it's it's a bright spot to see what we saw go on in Finland. Yes, this is why I'm not too concerned in the United States because of the makeup of the Supreme Court at this point, uh, even with the addition of a, another individual on it, will still be talking about freedom of speech so that you and I as a pastor will not be forced to do, say, gay weddings because that is contrary to the word of God, like you've mentioned is what happening in Germany with Roman Catholic bishops, right? Right, yeah. Yes, that where they were blessing gay marriages and uh, recalling what natural man it was supposed to be. And 
natural man as we understand it if they were two Roman Catholics which would claim that they're sinful human beings. Yes, exactly. Now, the Helsinki District Court, there were three judges, and it was unanimous that they should not be charged. They had a 28-page decision where they ruled that the district court considers that the purpose of her writing was not to insult or offend homosexuals, but to defend the concept of family and marriage between a man and a woman according to her religious beliefs. And one can only say that I have no problem. I don't care if you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, or whatever. You should be able to share what you believe with others. And we Christians should look forward to hearing what people who are not Christian, what they believe, so that we're able to, well, reply to it on the basis of Scripture so that other people don't start believing a lot of this nonsense. Uh, point well taken. And that's where I really you know, commend that court. Is they're not in the job of doing biblical interpretation of one's beliefs or concepts that are there, because you'd have to tell the whole other half of the story, which is, which I mentioned before in Romans 3, that all fall short of the glory of God. But there we have the redemption through the grace of, of God, through Jesus Christ who's died for us. The other half is all of sin. The other half is all are saved through Christ. Yes. In, in fact, um, it was stated that to restrict freedom of expression, there must be an overriding social reason for interfering with freedom of expression. And, of course, that wasn't one of them at all, where you're just explaining what your religion teaches. Now, we know I, of religions that teach things that are contrary to what we would believe, but they still have the right to express themselves and gives us the opportunity to respond properly. Right, and the court went on to say, too, that that, uh, that just because it offends the LGBTQ doesn't mean that it was a hate speech at all. And it is true that many times things are set out there that may uh, we may disagree with and may, quote, be offended by, but it's, it's no wise is, is it uh, a hateful thing. And for us as Christians, it is to bring us all to the knowledge of sin, that, that we're in need of God's grace and glory. Well, you you had another point that uh, you had shared with me. Who's going to pay for the costs of this court? Uh, I, I thought that was rather interesting. The court decided that the legal fees should be paid by the state, roughly uh, 60,000 euros in American dollars. That's over $66,000. And that is quite a substantial bill for, for legal defense. Yes. And so the two Christians do not have to pay uh, for these legal, and instead the prosecutor has to pay 
And this is why people really need to be careful who they put into office. If they put people in office or elect them who are pro-abortion, pro-homosexuality, pro-gay marriage, and and also the, the big thing that's coming up is, well, if a youngster decides, yes, I was born male, but I want to be female, then you should be able to have surgery done on him to make her a her, and you are not to tell the parents about what is going on if you're a school official. That's how bad some of this is getting. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's, it's, it is up to us to get the word out, but especially to, to remind them that in the midst of all this thing that's going on, there is Christ as we get ready to celebrate Holy Week and, and Easter, a reminder that his sacrifice was complete for all who who uh, had, have done these things in a sexual manner, but, but all kinds of sins, whether it's hate speech, whether it's uh, anger, you know, adultery, some of the other things that, that we've been talking about over over the past of law gospel, that Christ has done that. He, he when he said, as you said on Monday, it is finished. We we are now. You also right. had given me another situation. Was it in Michigan, where a young boy was bullied because he was reading from his Bible on free yes. time? Have we heard any finality about that case? No, I've been Googling that, uh, searching, and then nothing's come of it yet so far. Of course, so, move a little slow at times. Well, we don't mind that if they come out with the right decisions. And so we're, of course, waiting for the Supreme Court to finish ruling on Roe v. Wade. Uh, to show how ridiculous that ruling was, as though there's a constitutional right for a woman to murder the child within her, as though it's her own body. This is ridiculous. Right. Well, it's a reminder that we've got to get the good news out there, and we've got that freedom to do so and uh, encourage our people to be in, in worship during Holy Week and Easter and celebration of what Christ has done for us. Okay, thank you very much. And on tomorrow's Law and Gospel, which will be email Friday, you can respond to what we said today or give a new question and we'll try and answer it. Law and Gospel at lawandgospel.com. God bless you. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod.